Hey, this is Alex Judd. This is a crazy time, and I think that one of the things that makes it so wild is the fact that everything is changing so fast every single week, if not every single day, and sometimes even every single hour. And that's why we want to make sure we are providing you with the most up-to-date information with how we are handling this situation at Ramsey Solutions, but also how we see small business owners around the country leading in this season. And so today we've got a special episode for you. It's taken from the Dave Ramsey Show last week where they did a small business theme hour. Dave Ramsey, Daniel Tardy, and Ken Coleman answered questions from small business owners around the country about how to lead during this wild time. So here it is from the Dave Ramsey Show, the Small Business Theme Hour. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. This is an Entree Leadership theme hour. Daniel Tardy, our Executive Vice President of Entree Leadership, joins us on the air today, along with Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality and author of the number one best-selling book, The Proximity Principle. We're going to talk, take, talk to small business people, talk to people about jobs, and uh, answer your questions this hour. Small business has gotten hammered with the coronavirus shutdown, hasn't it, Daniel? Well, Dave, it has. And, uh, you know, the thing I want to tell people is just what you're hearing in the headlines certainly is rough for those that this has affected. And at the same time, I've been talking with dozens of small business owners over the last couple of weeks, and there's really three categories of business right now. There's, there's businesses who are actually trying to figure out how to scale up to this opportunity. You know, uh, my dad's got a water business in West Texas, and they had record sales Last week, Why? Uh, if you're in a cleaning store, well, they, they have a drinking water that's a tap at the sink and people don't want to go to the store and buy a bottle of water right now. So for oh. whatever reason, they're going, hey, let's get this okay. installed in our house. Yeah, he's, a, in a, he's a Connecticut dealer, right? Uh, it's a Culligan water conditioning. C- Culligan. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, cleaning services, IT services, uh, anything that has to do with working from home, anything that has to do with, I went to my favorite local burger place today and they said, Hey, we're, we're not doing the dining room thing, but our kitchen is slammed and we got calls and we're running them out to the car and we're actually trying to find some, some cooks right now, some help mm-hmm. because we got to fulfill the demand. And so there's been a huge disruption, but there are businesses who are actually trying to, they're booming, they're booming and exploding and, and they're there's hiring. Other ones right are now. shut down. And there's we all that think are shutting of. down. The right. restaurants are down. A and lot of them. I'm going to tell you that uh, just in my my non formal survey and talking to my friends and people in our entree leadership community, there's this this group in the middle between booming and shutting down that they're just adapting and responding. They're shifting how they're doing business. You know, I talked to a friend last night whose company uh, they teach music lessons to students. They have uh, music instructors and kids come into their studio and they're just doing it virtually now. They're figuring it out. And what I love about business owners and entrepreneurs is they are they are problem solvers by nature and they're not just going to take two weeks off they're not just going to lay back and say well let's just see when this this passes and, and then we'll get back to work they're figuring out how to continue work continue communicating with the team as best they can in light of these circumstances and ken when it comes to getting a job 
what that spells is opportunity. That's absolutely right. Your crisis what, equals yeah, opportunity here. Yeah, you're looking at your priorities right now, and if you've been laid off or you feel you're going to get laid off, you need to be identifying companies that Daniel's talking about that are ramping up right now because of the increased demand. And uh, you're going to see a lot of opportunities for hourly jobs that can supplement the income, take care of the four walls that you teach during this time of uncertainty. And then as the economy comes back, you know, I, I had a guy call on my show today. He's in the uh, automobile industry. He said, Ken, I, I'm going to be laid off uh, tomorrow, uh, on Friday. And he said, but I'm pretty assured, my leadership told me it's probably two to three months max, I'm coming back. Two so to three months? what they said. Now, you know, every situation is different, but he's going, what do I do in, the fir- in those next two to three months? And I said, whatever it takes. If it's two, three jobs, you know, it's the same type of gazelle intensity when you're trying to get out of debt. That what we do right now is we go, let's take care of the four walls, but there is opportunity. Heard a story today in Nashville, guys and gals that are running food trucks that really rely on foot traffic in Nashville. Okay. This is a heavy tourism city. Um, and they have now gotten themselves into the food delivery business where, you know, organizations that are staying open or mm-hmm. uh, those that are shut in, if you will, need food and they have adapted. And so the entrepreneurial spirit is very much alive. And, you know, I remember talking a long time ago to Bobby Grunewald, who's a mutual friend of all three of ours, a great innovator. He said, you know, when you have a lack of resources and those resources right now could be customers actually buying your product. Mm-hmm. And, and so things have been shrunk. That's where great innovation happens because, you don't have any choice but to innovate. And so I think as leaders, if we cannot be afraid right now and we can be clear on here's where we stand now, here's what we do know, here's what we don't know, let's right. communicate to our, to our team, let's communicate to our tribe, and let's roll our sleeves up and figure out a way. Good things will happen. Yeah, and Dave, Ken, what Ken is saying essentially is when you combine capitalism and entrepreneurs in America – and you go, the economy is getting suppressed. What, what happens is it's like a beach ball that you hold underwater. That beach ball's coming back up. Yeah. You hold underwater for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Now, if this administration ties it in chains and ties it to a boat anchor, we got a different problem, right? But we're coming back to work. And what entrepreneurs are doing right now is they're getting ready. Yeah. They're adapting. They're catching. They got a little free time. So they're catching up on some stuff that was more administrative, getting their documentation updated. They're getting ready to come back and surge back once all this crap kind of moves on and, and we can get back to business. Yeah. yeah, it's what you said earlier, Daniel, was really important. What business, what small business does by its very nature, the DNA of small business people is they're problem solvers. That's right. And uh, some of them have astronomical, uh, intimidating problems in front of them right mm-hmm. now. And um, some of them are, their hearts are breaking because they're having to lay off people that they love. They can't mm-hmm. pay the bill. They can't because they don't have the revenue right now. They And, and it just rips the rips the heart out of your chest when you're a, an employer mm-hmm. and you can't keep your folk because uh, someone just said, okay, we're shutting the whole thing down. What do you mean you're shutting the whole thing down? We're shutting the whole thing down. What about these families that depend on us to eat? What about their kids? You know, the, the, that's where we buy their food. That's where they buy their electricity. What about that? It doesn't matter. We're shutting the whole thing down. And uh, so, yeah, and so a lot of entrepreneurs are finding themselves, small business people are finding themselves in this. So here's some interesting numbers to think through for a second, for those of you out there. 54% of the gross domestic product is produced with goods and services by small businesses that have less than 500 team members, and they are in jeopardy right now. 54% of our entire economy. 54% 
is on the bubble right this second because of sh- because you just shut them down. And uh, I understand why you shut them down. I understand about. I know. I understand. I heard there's a thing called the coronavirus. I know this happened. Okay, uh, but the unemployment numbers and the job loss has skyrocketed. Now here's the deal: the GDP of the United States, the gross domestic product of the United States, is right around twenty trillion dollars. Washington just passed a bill to stimulate the economy for two trillion dollars. Everybody following this? A percentage of 20 is 2, 10%. Mm. So this is like your grown daughter calling you. She's 30 years old and you're 65. And she says, oh, no. Oh, no, I lost my job. And you say, okay, I'm going to pay your bills for one month. So what's she going to do after that? Yeah, you're squirting a forest fire with a a squirt gun. Yep. Right. I mean, that's not going to be the solution. That wasn't what I said. So it's like peeing on a forest fire. It's about as useful. <laughs> that doesn't smell as good. It's about as useful. And uh, so, you mean, when, when, you, when, you affect, when you affect a mathematical problem by 10%, you didn't affect the mathematical problem. That's right. That's right. And so people not working is going to cause great pain in America. So we're with you, small business people. We're, we're on your team. We're one of you. And we're going to talk about it this hour on the Dave Ramsey Show. We're talking jobs and small businesses this hour on an Entree Leadership Theme Hour. Daniel Tardy, the Executive Vice President of Entree Leadership, joins us as a guest. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality and number one best-selling author of the book, The Proximity Principle. The Ken Coleman Show is where he talks about jobs every day and careers. So you jump in if you want to talk about that. The phone number is 888 some of the stuff we've been doing this week, uh, we are one of those small businesses that has mm-hmm. been pivoting, trying to figure out how yeah. we can serve our folks, uh, particularly ones that are quarantined or that are stuck at home with a, uh, uh, a stay-at-home order or whatever we want to call mm-hmm. it in these different places. And uh, we've had a lot of things on the financial side, but on the business side and the job side, you guys have managed with your teams to get a couple things up Uh Daniel, talk about the uh, weekly report tool that's free. Uh, this is the only time we've ever made it free, and it's a, it's a massively robust tool. Yeah, well, the story goes back to the early days when you had a team that was really small, and it was just in paper, and you said, hey, every Friday in a Word doc, give me a high point, a low point, tell me about your week a little bit, and throw it on my desk by Friday afternoon. I want to see how things are going. I want to understand why I'm paying you and, and is it working and are, are we in sync on what your activity looks like? And, you know, in Entree Leadership, we teach that the, you know, the oxygen of any business really is communication, communication with your team. And the more you communicate, the more you connect, uh, the better we make decisions, the more we stay aligned, the more productive we are. The ROI on communication is invaluable. And so what we figured out is that we could do this, This uh, what it had kind of become a, a dated system because we had 500 sheets of paper coming into Dave's desk every week and it was just it's too ridiculous. much and a thousand different formats and some people are making it look pretty and some is just bullet points. And, <laughs> and so we said, let's make, a, let's make a tool that does this. You know, it's, it's uh, a technology we can build. And so we put together the weekly report, report tool um, uh, software essentially for small business owners in our Entree Leadership community. And you can get this out to your team and everybody can give you a high point, a low point. Here's some metrics this week. Here's kind of a gauge on their, their morale and the team health. And it's very uh, skimmable for the 
the leader. Is yeah, the I, executive I mean, we've got 900 go folks. I can scan through it in about 10 or 15 minutes. And then if someone's got like a red face on morale or stress, mm-hmm. I can click <laughs> on it and see what their comments are, and it'll expand. That's right. Um, if if I got somebody's got all greens, like everything's great, I can click on it and see why things are so great and that kind of a thing. And, and certainly every one of our leaders gets a broken down uh, by department section, so they yeah, don't so get all 900 up. So if you've got multiple layers of leadership, you know it, it cascades all the way up, um, depending yeah. on who's in your downline. Well, this is a tool we've had for some time. We've never made it free just to you guys. Just, yeah, just but, out, you know, there's out a lot of teams like that are working virtually right now. So and we said, perfect. hey, we can get this to these teams, and maybe it helps you guys communicate a little bit more if your team's out of the office all of a sudden. How they get it? Uh, you basically just text in. Uh, this this uh, team health is the code. That's T E A M. H E A L T H two four four two 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 four four two 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 keyword team health and you will be uh, signed up for a ninety day free access uh, to the weekly report tool. That'll get you through this work at home time. Yeah, keep keep your finger on the mm-hmm. pulse of what's going on work at home. And the other thing we did is over on uh, Ken Coleman's site at kencoleman dot com. Um, we put up a jobs board uh, today. That's right, just a few minutes ago. And uh, so, Ken, what are we doing there? Well, you know, with Daniel Tardy here, he's representing uh, a whole division of our company that trains and coaches business leaders, which means they're running businesses. And we realize that there's a lot of people out there that are losing their jobs. While it might be temporary, it's still a big stressor. So we said, what can we do? And the team came together. Our top technology guys, Daniel Tardy, uh, myself, uh, Damon Gald, my brand manager, we said, what can we do? And so we came up with a great tool that will allow you to quickly go to kencoleman.com slash jobs and in about a minute and a half you tell us who you are what industry you're in it's very very easy to follow and what we want to attempt to do is connect you to people who are looking for people like you. We're in the business if you think about entree leadership in the Ken Coleman show we share a mission Daniel you know we want to connect people who are looking for a great job with a company who's looking for great people. And that's what we're about. And so we're joining uh, together on this mission. So if you go to kencoleman.com slash jobs, you can submit your resume and you can tell us the industry you're in. Uh, and if you're a business, you're listening right now, you're going, hey, I'm scaling up. I'm in that category that, Damon, uh, that Daniel talked about. Uh, I'm scaling up. So you just email us jobs at kencoleman.com. Very simple, jobs at kencoleman.com. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to put the word out. We're going to do everything we can. There's no promises here, but we're going to try to assist you and get you placed. And if we get you with an entree leadership company, let me tell you something. Uh, this coronavirus might be, uh, you look back on this and say, boy, this was the kick out of the nest that I needed because we know these are great men and women running great companies in the entree leadership tribe. Yeah, the entree leadership tribe are the best leaders in America, without a doubt. Yeah. And uh, the most innovative, and they treat their people the best. That's right. So if, um, if you're out there and you want to list on this you can be entree leadership or otherwise but just send us a uh, send us an email jobs at kingcoleman.com then we're going to send you an email back with instructions on how to post the yeah thing. and i'll say uh, give us some grace it's a little primitive because we a stood little, it up it's a lot primitive it's about hours. five hours old you remember in college when you had to sell your couch and you took a picture and then like the little tear off phone number tabs yeah, we're not worried a bulletin about board let, we're let trying to something. connect people listen it's on my website we're not worried about how it looks this is innovation we yeah. talked about this by the way it's free so don't that's bitch right. about it that's right <laughs> there's that too <laughs> just use it and shut up that's I right. Mean, we're trying to help. We're you. trying to help you. Come that's on. right. That's oh, right. Oh man. 
high expectations out there. So uh, we're trying to help you guys yeah. any way we can. All right, let's go to the phones. Brian is with us in North Carolina. Brian, your question for this distinguished panel. This is awesome that I get all three of you. I'm, I'm just so privileged to talk with all of you. Um, and I want to just start out by saying, due to my faith in God and following all of his instructions that he's given us on how to deal with money and being on your plan for the past 14 years, I do have a piece going into uh, this whole next couple months. Um, I own a small business. We are an entertainment company. We do weddings, proms, corporate events. The first quarter of the year, we lose money because there's not too many events going on. Uh, so our team is just always so ready to get in and just kill it in April and May. It's done. I've been playing. I've been playing defense the past few weeks. It's been the hardest few weeks just playing defense on the clients and just trying to postpone all the events rather than just flat out canceling. Me too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but. Uh, I, I do have an emergency fund on the personal and business as you teach. Um, however, you know, my concern right now is keeping my team in place. A lot of my uh, friends around the country have had to furlough their teams and just totally, they're, they're just out. So number one, being unemployment, can they, you know, is that being charged against the uh, companies, but more, I would like that we have one of the most extensive training programs in the Carolinas for our team. So I would like to even just do zoom calls and keep our team engaged just even at home while we're on this stay at home order stuff. Um, and I would like to pay them for that and, and just find some creative ways to keep them working rather than just say, Hey, you're totally out of business. Um, it, which is going to crush them. I've heard about these SBA loans, but, that scares me just being on your plan. The word loan, bad seed, bad seed, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if it, you know, people are saying, but they're going to be forgiven and all that. And I don't care. It seems I don't know. They're like not going to the be forgiven. Part. They're not going to be exactly. forgiven. They're going to, um, I mean, they're going to be delayed, but um, you're just kicking the okay, can down perfect. the road. So you just, I, you listen, just I, my I had a stand, I had a stand up with my team here the other day. And I was going over our company finances with them. They're grown-ups, showing them where we are. Right now, we're fine. Um, but I was, t- I was showing them, here's where the lines cross. And when the lines cross, we don't borrow money. And uh, that means that this thing will have knocked out some jobs. For the first time in the history of this company, in 30 years, we might have to do a layoff at the point those lines cross. I don't think they're going to cross right now. I think we're going to be able to turn the corner. We're going to get back to work. But, um, but I just told everybody the truth. And the truth is um, uh, open, honest communication, and it's painful. But here's the thing. There's not a lot of other places that your team that's trained in that unique industry can go in the next five weeks. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to get them back. That's right. They came to you for a reason. You're going to be able to get them back for those same reasons if you had to cut some of them out. But I would, I got to tell you, before I borrow money, I, I, they, you know, it's awful. It's awful. But they, they would have to go. And that's what I've already told my team. And I love my team. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. It's an Entree Leadership theme hour this hour on the Dave Ramsey Show. Daniel Tardy, the Executive Vice President of Entree Leadership, joins us. And Ken Coleman of the Ken Coleman Show, Ramsey Personality, number one best-selling author of the book, The Proximity Principle, answering your questions. Becky's in Washington. Hi, Becky. Your question for this panel. Hi there. Yes. Um, thank you, first of all, for taking my call. Um, so I have a small um, residential cleaning company that I started three and a half years ago. Um, and this could be kind of a question for each one of you on the panel. Um, 
I uh, started my business three and a half years ago, um, and I'm in the process of trying to decide if I go the next step and if I grow it. So currently I have uh, two full-time employees. Uh, the business brings in about 130000 a year. My payroll is about ninety. My um, hard costs are about thirty, and the business that made about ten thousand last year. Um, so, with residential cleaning, it's a it's a pretty high commodity. Um, I know that there's a there's a, a lot of people that are using it, um, but it's just knowing whether I go to the next the next step um, because it could cost me more money. Um, right now, I just work out of my home, so um, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Becky, I'm curious when you think about your ideal role in this business. I, I imagine right now, personally, that you're still doing some of the cleaning. Is that correct? I'm not. You got Okay, so, so you got full-time team members I, doing that. So, to, yep. So, what I have, so basically, um, my income in the last year was 30000 So, out of the, the business, I actually um, brought home 30000 So, that's basically my time of just scheduling, okay. being in contact with the clients, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the good news is you've which already is, you've is, already crossed the critical threshold of going from being the being the doer to being the the knower and the leader, and and that's actually the hardest transition. And you're actually getting paid the least that you'll ever get paid on this side of that threshold. So the more that you start to scale and build a, a system and machine, uh, a way to delegate and get more people doing the work, and then you become the director and the leader, you're, you're now really working on the business and not in it. And so uh, if you want to, I, I think you go for it. You know, If you want this thing to grow and, and your income to grow, you're be, actually uh, in a great spot. And what, what would hold you back, other than the fact we're sitting in the middle of an economic weird time, but other than that, what would hold you back from doubling the size of your work staff and the size of your volume of business? Stress. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've been doing this for three and a half years and out of the three and a half years, I've had like 15 employees. And so okay, it's so the p- actual so ter- stress created by turnover. Employee. Okay. What else? Yeah. Um, I think, I think that's the main thing really, honestly, we, Mm-hmm. With this industry, it's it's just mm-hmm. like it's just really hard work and keeping employees. And I'm very much active in my clients. So you know, part of the sell of my business is that you're going to have the consistent people in your home. You're oh, not yeah. going to have different people showing up and all that. So yeah. I really try to. Well, Becky, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question because I don't want to diminish uh, how difficult that is in your industry. It's, uh, it's, but I've it's talked to all, the, all the industries and they all say the same thing. Yeah. And so my question would be, if mm-hmm. you could figure out how to hire great people who are loyal and stay with you and get the stress from that down, there, it doesn't sound like there's not another reason to go ahead and scale this thing up. Yeah. Let me add one thing here, Becky, because I think you have a good dose uh-huh. of fear of what does this look like. And I think that what Daniel pointed out is is actually in your favor here to do what Dave and Daniel are saying. So let me put it this way. You are now in a position where you are leading and running the company and you are mostly the face to the people that either whether it's an office or a home. So you need to stay in that role. 
I would tell you that I think your fear of, well, they want the same kind of people in their house all the time. I don't know if that's as big a deal as you think. What they want to know is, is that they can always get a hold of Becky and Becky's who they can count on because you're the relationship. You're the face. If something goes wrong, Becky fixes it. And Becky's going to put a good person in my home or in my office and make sure that I get it cleaned. And so I think that you stay in that role. You hire good people. You incentivize them. Give them a ladder if they stay. Give them a reason to be loyal, number one. Number two, uh, don't worry so much about turnover. Uh, I'd worry more about just keeping people in the pipeline. And as long as you are uh, offering a good job, a good culture, and consistent pay, you'll find people and you will attract good people. You really will. The the greatest greatest challenge all of us have is staffing. That's right. Yeah. And, and they have, I mean, I've had, but that's the thing. I've had amazing employees who I've stayed in contact with. It's, they just can't hack the work. It's just hard work. Yeah. And so what happens is if I have someone, you know, quit, then all of a sudden I've got like, you know, 20 clients that are ready to be serviced and no one to service them. Yeah. You've got it. Well, you've got a hiring training uh, problem and it's not an unusual problem, but it is a very real problem. Uh, I, you know, we've got like almost a thousand folks here and I tell when I'm speaking to leadership teams all the time, I tell them all the time, I, my greatest joys in my life come from my team and my greatest sorrows in my life come from my team. Um, it's, <laughs> right. it's just, it is hiring and getting the right people on the team and continually removing yeah. the wrong people. You never from eliminate turnover. It it's is a, not it's a I mean, cost of being in business. It's yeah, always I mean, going to yeah, be there. Because you want some people to leave. Yeah. You know, and you, you reach a point there's some, they they need to leave. It's time for them to leave, yeah. and so you you go through that. And it's not being mean; it's just a part of the rhythm of life. But so here's the thing: the better you get at hiring, yep. the less turnover you're going to have, and the less turnover you have, the less stress you're going to have because that's your main mm-hmm. stress point, and you're going to be able to scale this and grow it. And so we're going to help you with that. I'm going to send you a copy of the book Entree Leadership where it has our hiring and firing process in it. And Daniel, can we plug her into something like All Access or something? Yeah, you bet. We'll get you signed up with a uh, complimentary uh, access to our All Access program. We've got all that, you know, everything that Dave teaches on Entree Leadership and some of our coaching team in there. Yeah, jump in there and watch the video on hiring and firing as mm-hmm. soon as you get signed up for that. Yep. Uh, because it's, it's what we, we spend an inordinate amount of time hiring. Because when you don't, you get to do it over. Yeah, and you spend ten times as much on the back end of trying to back and deal with dealing with all the crap of letting donkeys in your building. The good news, Becky, as wild as it is out there, you happen to be in one of these industries that has an opportunity right now in the cleaning space. Uh, So seize the day, I'd go for it. Big time. Hold on, Zach will pick up. We'll get you signed up for all access and get you a copy of the book Entree Leadership. Jonathan is in Tennessee. Hey, Jonathan, your question for this panel. Thanks for taking my call. It's an honor to speak with you all. You too, sir. How can we help? So my question, I've kind of got a two-part question. First of all, um, I have a question on retained earnings. I have a small business, and I'm just wondering what the best way to handle that, what the best accounts are. And then secondly, do I need to be worried about trying to keep those accounts under the 250K limit for the FDIC insurance? No, I mean, I, I, I use several banks. We're considerably over that. We're in the millions on our retained yeah. earnings, but we use several banks. But uh, we're over insurance on most of them uh, over okay. the insured amount. We watch the quality of the bank and the, the, uh, the, the safety of it. Uh, so we've got some risk there without a doubt. Um, but 
I, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, for two and a half million, I wouldn't have 10 banks. I'd drive you bananas, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but yeah. And the thing about retained earnings, we, we try, we teach people to try to get to three to six months of operating expenses, just like a personal emergency fund. Uh, we've never gotten there at Ramsey because we gross have grown so fast over the last 30 years to where we are today that our, um, our expenses and our payroll has grown faster than our retained earnings have grown. And so uh, we've never, even though we got millions and millions of dollars, it's still not uh, six months or three months worth of operating expenses and those kinds of things. Jonathan, do you guys have debt in the business, any type of debt? We do not, no. Okay, good. Because that's another place you can you sink the debt first, and then that's a type of retained earnings because everything's paid for. Yeah, you got, got, but you don't have that issue. So it's just a matter of cash, and we're parking it there, and um, I, I don't put any limit on it. I, I I love being in a position that I have no debt and a pile of cash when times like this are going on. It changes your posture uh, with your team. It changes your posture with things. Uh, but everyone has an end to their cash at some point. If they keep this thing closed up forever or, or for many, many more weeks, I don't know who's going to survive it. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Entree Leadership Theme Hour here on the Dave Ramsey Show. We're talking to small businesses with small businesses and putting out things to help small businesses. You are the backbone of the economy if you run a small business. We love you. You're heroes. You get stuff done. You are where 78% of the job, new jobs have come from in the last decade. Did you hear that? And yet they're the first ones that are in trouble right now when we wholesale shut down the economy. Everyone go home and stay home. Small business can't survive that very long. Most of them can't. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're where all the jobs come from, which means that all these families, we got six million people now have lost jobs because of the corona shutdown. Wow. And uh, listen, I, I don't want anybody to be sick. I don't want anybody to die. I don't want anybody to lose a job. I don't want anybody to lose everything they own. I don't even want anyone to lose a business they've worked on for 10 years. Uh, there's a lot of not good choices out there right now. Uh, but we are, we're, we're fast approaching where the cure is worse than the cause. Fast approaching. When we now have 100 people have lost their jobs per case of corona as of this broadcast right now. And uh, that's something you really have to think about and balance it out. And so it's not being irresponsible or I know some of you are very, very afraid. I understand that. Just calm down. You're going to be okay. Don't be mean when you're afraid. It's, it makes you look bad. It reveals who you really are. But some of you just freak out. And, and uh, so we're here for the small businesses this hour. We've got a couple tools we have put up. Um, let's talk through them again. Uh, Daniel Tardy, Executive Vice President of Entree Leadership. Talk about the uh, free weekly report tool. It's never been free like this before, and it is an incredible, robust tool. You bet. Well, as all these businesses are adapting right now, a lot of businesses for the first time are working remotely. We're figuring out how to do that. We're doing the Microsoft Teams stuff and video calls and a tool that we have that is a no-brainer for any company in any time to help you in communication uh, with your whole team is a weekly report tool. And that's a, a product of our Entree Leadership brand, and uh, you can get that for free right now. And you can have it uh, free of use for uh, for the free of charge to use for the next ninety days, and uh, just text in Team Health to four four two two two. 
888-444-4222. And that's going to let you stay in touch with your team. They can check in with you. They can let you know what they're working on. Keeping your finger on the pulse of where your team is at right now, it's more important than ever. Communication, when you have physical distance, communication is at a premium. It always matters. But now you got to over-communicate. Check in with your team. Text them. Get on the FaceTime. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them what they're working on. Ask them what their top three wins are for the day. What, what are you going to be accountable for today? And then let me check in tomorrow and say, hey, how did that go? They've got new blockers. They've got new fears. They've got new... Uh, if you go silent on your team, they're going to think, well, the leader's not working, so I guess we don't work. You mm. got to amp them up and let them know we're moving forward the best we can. Stay plugged in, and communication is how that happens. So hopefully this still helps you guys out. Uh, just we, text we've, in team We've overdone team. it to the point in the last week that I, I think we've... we've they can't get any work done because we're communicating them all the time. I mean, it's just, we're just wearing it out. It's a bit I mean, of a rodeo. It's, it's, it's a wild time around here. And Ken, we put up a jobs board, uh, primitive albeit, but it's going to be pretty effective at KenColeman.com where people can look for jobs and post jobs. That's it. If you've lost a job or you feel like you're about ready to lose a job, go to KenColeman.com slash jobs. KenColeman.com slash jobs. It's so simple and easy, but here's what we want to try to do. We want to try to get you in front of great companies in the entrepreneur leadership tribe and we want to try to put you in position to step into a new job probably an even better job or if you are looking for people you're looking for great people well we want you to email jobs at kencoleman.com jobs at kencoleman.com and we will reply to you and we will try to get applicants to you as they come in so we're just doing our part here to try to connect good people with good companies and we're not charging for any of this, None of this. we're trying to help you guys it's out all free yeah all free. It's us pivoting in the middle of a crazy time when a bunch of you are parked at home and you have a lot of fear around your income. Yeah. Some people have fear around medical situations. Some people have fear around income. Some people have fear around both. Uh, some people have concern around both. But uh, we want to help you with all of this. So check it out. All right. Andrew is with us in Pennsylvania. Hi, Andrew. Your question for this panel at Entree Leadership Theme Hour. Thanks for having me, Dave. Sure. Um, my brother and I run a remodeling business and we're struggling with the idea that we're just really wrestling with the idea of working with a business advisor. Um, and it's going to cost a lot of money. So, and we're trying to figure out if it's worth it or not. What is a business advisor? Are you talking so about a coach? This, um, so we're part of the entree leadership program. This okay. is a little bit different though. Um, this guy would be working with us on our business, um, one-to-one specifically looking at our profit margins on a job by job basis to try to bring those up as well as working with us to um, work on our sales process and coaching us in sales so that we can close more jobs. And they're, are they claiming um, to have expertise in your space? Have they done, have they done this in your space a lot? I mean, what's their credentials? Yeah. So he works almost exclusively with, um, contractors and landscapers. I believe a majority of his work is landscapers. So we're like slightly outside, but compared to most people in the business coaching space who have no experience with trades for the most part. Um, have you talked to three to five people in your space that have hired this guy or his firm and they can say to you, yep, it was worth every nickel because of the ROI was so strong. Have you verified that? Uh, not yet. That is the next step is, um, he's talking with his some of his clients, and he's um, going to get us so, Andrew, that's, for people we can call. That is the next step, and here's, here's the, what I want to say on this. 
uh, advice is important. We all need advice. We all need coaching. I need coaching. I get coaching. I get it internally. I get it externally. We recommend reading books. We recommend talking to experts. There's a difference between advice and opinions, okay? And so if somebody's got the street cred and they've done it, and to Ken's point, people can vouch for him and go, this guy changed our business and his pricing's reasonable and you can try it for a month. I'm not opposed to this. A lot of times in this space, it's slimy. It's people with opinions and they're trying to make a quick buck and they haven't actually done anything. And a lot of the stuff you're talking about is your job as the leader to figure that stuff out. So explore the options, fine. Um, but but go and guard it and, and be sure that you really understand the value this guy's going to provide before you sign up for something. But he's a part of contract, Entree Leadership. So. I feel like I'd rather let our team connect him to somebody well, who's I imagine in that he's space. doing. Yeah, I mean, you're doing coaching with our leadership team. That's oh. leadership coaching. Um, but I, I think he's talking about nuanced advice to their trade and how to That's right. cost job cost and that kind of thing. So I'm okay for you to explore it. Uh, just don't take a bath on somebody that's got a big opinion and no track record. I think I'm hearing that he's overpriced. Um, I think I'm hearing you think he's overpriced, Andrew. And so, um, like, you cannot imagine in your wildest dreams how this is going to ROI. That's kind of the way you posed the question. Uh, it was almost between the words. You could hear it. That you were using. So I could be wrong, but, but I thought I heard that. So um, in that case, um, it, it, you know, it's just around business stuff. Business is not hard. Um, sometimes it's just paying attention to the different things and learning for uh, a few little things uh, in, in a nuanced area. Um, and, and so if someone acts like it, that they have the only sauce and you, the sauce is really, really expensive, I always avoid those guys. Um, the other guys I avoid are the ones Daniel's talking about who is, um, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are life coaches who never had a life. And so, um, <laughs> well said. It just is. It's Can just. I, it's like I don't have anything to do, so I'm a life coach now. I, you know, um, one thing, Dave, that I would recommend to Andrew is, and 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 it's. I'm not saying it's a sure thing, but I'd try it. But the cost of a lunch or a cup of coffee might yield more. And I'm talking from, with some, from somebody, from that's somebody who's actually been, if you're humble and yeah. you're hungry and you go, hey, you're more successful than me. I'm not asking for trade secrets. Yeah. Will you give me some practical advice? But, dude, if, you know, if he wants to charge you five grand for a month's worth of coaching and you think it's a $50,000 swing, I'd jump all over that. Yeah. If he wants to charge you fifty grand and you think it's a $60,000 swing, I'll pass. That's what I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the numbers are here, but yeah. that's, you, you probably have a feel for this already. Yeah. Proceed with caution. That's it. That puts this hour, this Entree Leadership theme hour of the Dave Ramsey Show in the books.